0: Hello and welcome to MLW Confusion. I'm your host Rob Cameron, bringing you all that you may or may not need to know about Major League Wrestling and its television programming. This week we are taking a look at MLW Fusion 147 Bandito versus The Demonic Flamita. But first, the news... Uh, the first bit of news is, I mean, quite a bit old. So if you pay attention to your MLW news via websites and the intro webs, you've already known this has happened. Uh, but MLW likes to break things like immediately as the podcast drops. And compared to like some folks that do multiple shows or do shows every day, MLW Confusion for the time being is just a once a week show. Uh, this could possibly change if, you know, we get some more uh, you know, support sent this way and get some more time to be had, but that's neither here nor there right now. Uh so we missed out on the news of uh the first of two big signings announced this past week. Uh the first of which, which dropped Friday as last week's episode came down to view, was the debut of Lance, on Hawaii. uh the baby well, not really. I mean, he's been wrestling for quite some time now, uh, but she will call him a junior member of the Anawai clan. Uh, mostly just junior member because he hasn't had quite the success yet as uh, his siblings and co- cousins and whatnot. Um, but that may change here in the near future. He appears to be a part of the new Samoan SWAT team, along with Jacob Fatu and Juicy Finau also in the news which this was just you know a matter of time given uh the inclusion of their spouse, uh, but Scarlett Bordeaux will be making her debut at Battle Riot. Unfortunately, not the match itself. Well, I guess it could be. They haven't announced all the participant pins yet. Uh, but it looks like Scarlett is going to be entering the Featherweight division and is looking to take on all comers, taking the division and turning it on its ear, allegedly. Uh, so, you know, two solid gets by MLW overall, uh, though the latter isn't much of a surprise because obviously she is married to Killer Cross, and so it was just a matter of time. They they are a package deal, and Lance, like, it's good on him to get a contract, because uh, he's been around MLW off and on for a handful of years now, so we need to get him some name recognition as well, so we'll see how that goes for everyone, um, and hoping out for the best. I mean, already bolstering a solid roster, too, to begin with. All right, so that is the news for the week. Let's Pop on down to MLW Fusion 147. We start off the show with a brief uh, recap of the Gaga that was Cesar Duran versus Alexander Hammerstone, your boy, for the MLW World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, spoiler alert, really there wasn't much of a match. Uh, Richard Holiday got involved, and then Mads Kruger and King Muertes got involved as well. The Von Erics came out and made the save, uh, so... In the mix of all this chaos, uh, the main event for next week's show will be the Von Eriks and Alexander Hammerstone taking on Cesar's goon squad of Richard Holliday, King Muertes, and Mads Kruger. Finally, we get the show starting off proper, well, ish. Uh, Gangrel is out with the strange Sangre, um, and we just immediately cut to rich bocini and joe drombowski uh, they're running down the tonight's card uh, which also includes enzo versus casey navarro in a grudge match and flamita versus bandito in the main event we get the info theme song all that sort of good stuff and los parks are out now uh, at least the variation of la park and la park jr uh cesar duran comes out uh, we kind of cut away uh and see the combatants in the ring and Pagano's there too. So I have no idea like what happened. We just teleported in. Uh, Pagano's out. The strange Sangre is not out anymore. It's just Pagano, Gangrel and Los Parks. Uh, Cesar comes out, calls tag team matches boring, so he turns this match into a Mexican death match. Um, so it looks like it's going to be Pagano and Gangrel versus Los Parks. Uh, I don't know if we've kind of like established this already with the magical teleporting powers that Pagano has now. Uh, but yeah, so they're a team. Uh, but it looks like Gangrel and uh, L.A. Park Jr. will start the match. They get a standoff sequence which was kind of amazing because Gangrel's kind of getting up there in years and is not, you know, quite the physical specimen he was ever. I guess. Uh, actually, I mean, you could argue he's probably in just as good a shape as he ever was because he's never known as, like, a body guy or whatnot. Um, but things break down rather quickly. Everyone comes in. We get double Tope Suicidas by those Parks, which is actually also amazing because L.A. Park has gotten quite the uh, gut on him. And sometimes I'm amazed he fits through the ropes like that. And I don't mean any offense by this. It's just, I like, I legit am surprised he fits because he's, he's gotten like rotund don't get wrong i'm not taking any chair shots from him and i'm not taking any chops from him either and well topace i'm not taking anything from him because it hurts like there's a reason i'm hiding behind the veil of the internet and he's out there fighting for his life every week Anyway, back to the match. Uh, We have a break. We come back, and Pagano's just taking everybody down. Uh, He's got the the sickle uh, that Gangrel brings to the ring with him. Uh, L.A. Park saves Junior from said sickle, and Park then sickles Pagano. Pagano's busted open and tossed into the ring post. Uh, Inside the ring, we get a chop battle between L.A. Park and Pagano. Gangrel and Junior are in very briefly and can get back out a lariat by park gets a two count followed up by a power slam by gangrel on junior for two Uh, junior takes out uh, gangrel with a suicide dive uh, pagano clotheslines the ref who is trying to remove that pesky chair from la park which i don't know why there's no dqs in this match anyway that's what he gets though because ref bias anywho uh now that that pesky ref is dead for the time being uh, pagano rips up park's mask uh the park uh, grabs a set of skewers and just sticks them into Pagano's head they're just sticking out and the Pagano gets DDT'd on top of the skewers um the ref wakes up just enough to see a spear happen by LA Park for the three count your winner Los Parks and like that was a weirdo little match there like I, again like I don't know what like what was going on with like Pagano he just like I don't know if there's some shenanigans that they didn't want to air on TV or what but like I said like the gangrel's out, the same uh, strange sangre, then the sangre's gone, those parks are out, we get a wide shot, and there's Pagano. Which don't get me wrong, I enjoy Pagano's work. I am a fan of killer clowns, uh, but dude, teleporting, teleporting killer clowns scare me. Uh, but otherwise, joking aside, it, it was a solid match we had, like a fun little brawl to get things going. Um, uh, you know the sick part of me like you know wants more blood because we got a vampire in there LA Park likes to bleed every now and again we have the sickle we have the skewers you know just go cray cray with it even though it's the opener but you know it's okay it's good for what it was Um, so we'll take that opportunity to kind of move along uh, next week's special show is called Rise of the Renegades um, we'll get the match card for that throughout the uh, rest of the show uh, but they also plug... July 18th, uh, MLW returns to Chicago for Never Say Never. Up next, we have Enzo versus Casey Navarro in a grudge match. Uh, these two have been feuding for quite some time with Enzo like injuring casey's neck at one point allegedly uh but he missed about three months of mlw time in the meanwhile selling that neck injury uh in the ring enzo tells a story about meeting a young casey navarro or at least a young younger casey navarro uh how they met at an autograph signing and casey's like hey you know will you watch my match Uh, enzo watches the match invites the kid to the gym and just Kicks the crap out of him in Enzo's gym repeatedly. And now that they're wrestling together, Enzo's kicking the crap out of him. But, you know, despite all these beatings, you know, Navarro has the one thing you can't teach. And it's being seven feet tall. No, I'm wrong. Stand corrected. It's heart. Uh, KC's got heart, and Enzo respects that. But just we just have to remember, though, that not everybody who's helping you is your friend. And that's kind of the route we are going with this here feud. Um, the match starts off, it's a grudge match. Starts off fairly hot. Uh, but Enzo, though, somehow has a power advantage. And by, I mean, it's not surprising he's bigger than KC, uh, but just tosses around KC. And how often do you really get to see Enzo be the uh, power guy of the match? Um, and. Then we just kind of, like, break down. Enzo's in control for a bit. Uh, KC ends up dodging a a stinger splash in the corner, goes up top and hits a moonsault press for three, and that's the match. Like, we, it was a really quick match out of nowhere. Um, So, uh, on one hand, like, it's kind of neat seeing, like, something labeled, like, a grunge match, and, like, just the wind kind of comes out of nowhere. Um, But on the flip side, like... Dude, it's a grudge match. Like, maybe that should have had the sickle and the skewers. Uh, But anyway, big win for Casey. Probably arguably the biggest win of his career. Uh, Backstage, uh, Cesar Duran is with the clout couple. Uh, He tells Holiday that there's going to be consequences for the interference uh, in the championship match last week because Cesar was totally going to mop the floor with your boy Hammer. Um, but But then Holiday's like, well you know consequences but you know what else is a big word opportunity and i know you like opportunities as well so let's let's have a talk alicia to at that point closes the door so we have no clue what they're talking about but you know what one thing i do know we can talk about is cheap plugs for people that pays me money so uh stay tuned listen to uh New recordings and old recordings, getting stuff in for people who pay me some money. Um, and I'll take a brief pause for the cause and be back un momento. Now, whether you're someone who works out or, like me, needs to maintain focus and mental clarity, we could all use a pick-me-up. That's where Raise Energy steps in. With Refresh technology, Raise provides a hydrating, sugar-free boost of energy without the crash some other energy drinks have. You can find out where you can get Raise Energy near you by visiting www.repsports.com. And while you're there, check out the other products that Rep offers, such as pre- and post-workout supplements and snacks. And if you want some extra savings, order online and apply my discount code CAS, that's C-A-S-S, at checkout for 15% off your order. TikTok. tock we're back hey uh we have a killer cross video it's pretty much the same one we've been seeing off and on since before cross's debut um i was really hoping he was coming back and i don't know wrestling but heavy again or something like that but nope we're just just the video um but that leads into our battle riot control center cross is in the battle riot Uh, so 40 men in only one can win that winner gets a shot at the mlw world heavyweight championship at their choosing uh this week we have five more names listed to enter into the battle riot bringing up our total to 15 it is bandito who is in our main event tonight casey navarro fresh off his victory against enzo samoan swat team members lance anawaii and juicy Fanau, and The sole proprietor of the dynasty, Richard Holliday, the Battle Riot itself is shaping up to be a massive spectacle. And, like, I mean, yes, I'm an unpaid MLW shill machine, but... I love me a battle Royal. So therefore I love me battle riot. And like, so, I mean, Royal rumble is my favorite pay-per-view of the year. The what's considered the big leagues. And so battle riots, probably like my favorite independent event of the year. Um, it's to, and like right now it's already like shaping up to have the best mlw has to offer so i'm excited to see what's going on with that anywho moving on speaking of things we could be excited for uh next week at battle or excuse me, rise of the renegades uh we have the main event being von erics versus well scooby von erics and your boy alexander hammerstone taking on mil muertes Mads Kruger and Richard Holiday. So that's our main event for Rise of the Renegades. More matches will be coming up for the end of the show. Once again, uh, but luckily we shouldn't have to wait terribly long because hey, it's our main event. Uh, Bandito versus Flamita. Uh, commentary really puts. Over the fact that these two have been partners in the past. And that Bandito is also a Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion. And you could tell throughout the match that these two have wrestled each other quite a bit. They have gelled, like, rather well. Um, We get the start of the battle off with the the flippy Lucha stuff, as per usual. uh, Ending with some backflip superhero landing stuff. That's a lie. That's Ricochet who does the superhero landing. Just some backflips and a standoff. The crowd goes nuts over that, of course. Uh, But... You know, Flamita is demonic when he's not in MLW, so he can't have any of that stuff. And just starts stomping away at Bandito. Uh, He goes for the mask, the ultimate sign of disrespect in Lucha Libre. Uh, Flamito continues to take over, takes it outside the ring without a dive, which is amazing in Lucha Libre and twice as amazing on the independent circuit. Uh we go to break and coming back into the ring, Flamito still is in control, however, briefly. Uh though we get did get a fun uh faint punch set where he acts like he's gonna punch. Uh Bandito's like, ah, and like goes to kind of dodge, and then when he's like, What? Then he gets a jab to the face, uh, but that really just kind of, like, sets Bandito off, and he goes for a comeback sequence with a, I called it a super satellite head scissors, but really it's not super because it's not coming off the top rope, it's not an avalanche style. It was just a lot of revolutions around ba- uh, around Flamita's body, uh, which was nifty to see that much... Of spinning around one uh, stationary object a lot of rotations if you will um but that uh, that's a satellite head scissors uh that leads us to the dive outside flamita has got dives too showed off that he can do it Uh, inside the ring bandito does a nifty one-handed military press slam that features a sit-out variation of it gets a two count for that um but flamita Like, sends Bandito into the corner and hits a Tiger faint kick, like, into the turnbuckle area. Uh, Flamito goes to the top, gives the crowd the bird, says F-U, except he uses the real word. But, like Danny has in this podcast, features no swearing, or at least very little, and just goes for a pin. Gets a two count out of the deal, anyway. Uh, Big Tornado GT by Flamita also gets a two count. Uh, Bandito counters a maneuver into a sunset flip for two. Um, and now they're trading moves back and forth, especially to my chagrin. Once again, commentary botches a call, calling a move that is not the Spanish fly a Spanish fly. So, excuse me as I get on my soapbox once again to complain about this. A Spanish fly is a tandem move from the top rope. If you are by yourself, you are not doing a Spanish fly, ladies and gentlemen. You are doing a standing solo spanish fly and that was what was done during this sequence anywho flumida hits a tiger driver for the two count goes up top and actually tries to dive off, but it's a nothing maneuver. Goes for a moonsault and gets straight up kicked to the face. Uh, Bandito uses this opportunity to send Flemita into the ropes and hits the 21plex, which I never actually like, knew what it was. Like, I just hear the name and then sometimes I'd seen it, but no one named it while I was seeing it, which is like a variation of like a flipping rebound German suplex. That gets the three count. The winner, your former Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion, Bandito. Uh, after the match, we get a show of respect by Bandito. Bandido, but Flamita doesn't want any of that. Gives him the finger in the forehead. And that is the end of the main event. And that was a really good match to be had. Uh, lots of Lucha Libre, which MLW has been featuring a lot of as of late. Even with the quasi-discontinuation of uh, MLW Azteca. Um, but, you know, solid main event to be had. No complaints there. Uh, Flamita was demonic. Bandito was bandit And so on and so forth. Um, Anywho. So we end the show. uh, With the final rundown. Of the Rise of the Renegades. It's going to be. Eramis versus Gino Medina in a strap match. Those two have been quasi feuding, uh, been on the opposite sides of a handful of trios matches. Um, and eventually, Gino taking too many pins from Microman snaps and bloodies up Eramis backstage. Uh, we also get uh, IWA Caribbean champion Octagon Jr. He will be taking on Matt Cross. And then, of course, already announced the main event the Von Erics and your boy Alexander Hammerstone, also the MLW World Heavyweight Champion will be taking on the tandem of king Mortes mads kruger and the sole proprietor of the dynasty richard holiday all right so that was our show for the week thank you all for listening a fun show to be had uh, we got a special edition coming up next week um and hopefully nothing like super crazy breaks like tomorrow morning when in between the uh yeah, recording of this show and the release of the show, because I always hate that when, like, I'm going to release the show now, and, oops, big news, poop. Oh, I'm also at my real job, so I can't do anything about it. Groovy. Um, Anyway, complaining aside, fun show, uh, looking forward to Rise of the rat and, of course, I'm actually looking even more... F- or excitedly towards Battle Riot coming up towards the end of the month. Anyway, thank you all for listening once again. uh, Truly appreciate it. Uh, Stay tuned for the plugs and the best ways you can support this here show. And in the meanwhile, I'll see you all next week. MLW Confusion is a weekly podcast that is written and performed by Rob Kammer and hosted at Anchor FM. The background music for this section is Ruined My Day, performed by Alan Schroeder. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to support, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends, family, and enemies. Leaving a review would also be helpful. Word of mouth advertisement, of course, is very important for us small podcasts. For my social media links, they can be found in the description below. But the Twitter and Instagram are both at TheNovaOfCass, of Cass, T H E N O V A O F C A S S, and Facebook is at MLW Confusion. If you'd like to support monetarily and help upgrade my equipment, please check out my virtual chip jar at www.kofi.com/casanova. That is C A S S O N O V A. If you'd prefer more bang for your buck, go to patreon.com/casanova where for as little as $1, backers get access to the podcast early and without those pesky ads, plus other exclusive content. So head up the crew and join Maverick45, Alan Schroeder, and Keith Wynn and check it out. You can also find t-shirts at whatamaneuver.net slash collections slash the Confusion podcast. There's hyphens in between the Confusion podcast, of course. And for other business inquiries such as ads and sponsorships, please email me at rzcammer K-A-M-E-R-E-R, at comcast.net. Thank you all for listening.